Project, and I serve as the executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. We're on a mission of ending fatherless generations by preparing males for empowerment, entrepreneurship, enrollment, enlistment, and employment. Under the Under the Empowerment segment of our mission, we have launched a broadcast called In Called Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. Again, we have started a broadcast called Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. We're, we're going to be interviewing mothers or fathers or even joint couples who are actually raising sons. In some instances, they may be raising sons now they maybe have already raised their sons and so they have the opportunity to reflect on how did they prepare them for manhood or how did they have conversations about police brutality let's not forget george floyd and, and what kind of conversations did, did that take place within their we household? want to share what these parents these mothers these fathers have learned on their journey of raising sons so teaching boys and raising sons, everybody can get something out of it. It might be a leadership nugget. It might be something that you have been really wanting to hear other people's thoughts and opinions about it. Again, we are super excited for the opportunity under our mission of, and one of the components of our mission is empowerment. And so we are so excited to be able to offer these empowerment segments under our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. Let's get started. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so let me ask this question. Um, mistakes do happen in life and we all all make mistakes so when your boys do make mistakes mm -hmm. um how do you go about coaching them in terms of um whether it be consequences or um life lessons what what does that look like in terms of your home so you know i think um some things that come to mind are are definitely the the severity of of the mistake um so that severity then leads to you know a conversation with me and my husband in terms of what what the consequence needs to be for their mistake but what we always do from the jump start is get their their take on what happened um that that's really been the cornerstone of, of how we operate as parents we want to know their side we want to know their their perspective on things. We want to understand if they know they did something wrong or did someone else tell them they did something wrong. Um, we also want to engage in that dialogue to be able to say, okay, well, if you had to do it over again, what would you do different? Or would you do anything different? And there are circumstances where they say, honestly, well, if this happened again, then I, I think I would do the same thing and I, I hope I wouldn't get in trouble. Um, so, you know, there, there's instances where it, there are things that align with their value system that we then have to navigate. Okay, well, your intent was good and it was based on, you know, the right thing. Maybe you were sticking up for a friend and you ended up getting in trouble for you know being a part of something that you didn't necessarily need to be a part of but you felt like you needed to you know stick up for a friend so we can have that conversation about okay what what did you think was going on 
why do you think you got in trouble or, or made a mistake? And what does what will it look like next time? And that's usually how we we start those conversations just to get an idea of where they're coming from, because we think that's important. You know, um, you know, in a lot of instances when it comes to school or when it comes to, you know, even, um, you know, dealing with other children in the community, you get a lot of information from other people. Right. And I think me and my husband have been very cognizant of the fact that our children's voice is the voice that we care about the most. So, you know, I could get a report from a teacher and I'm going to I'm going to be concerned and I'm going to make sure that I follow up on it. But but my first instinct is what is your take on what happened? You tell me what happened and then we can then decipher, okay, was there a misinterpretation? Did you really do something that you shouldn't have done? Um, if it was a mistake, how do you make it right? You know, do you apologize? Are there consequences for that? And we talk that through. But usually what we have come to learn is that we have that initial dialogue. Me and my husband will have like a little powwow, like, okay, what do you think? All right, what are we going to do? And then we'll have a follow-up. Like if it's something that is severe enough that we feel consequences are necessary, then we have that follow-up and say, okay, daddy and I just talked about this. This is what we think we're going to move forward with. And this is what we want you to learn from this circumstance so that you do something different next time. And, you know, we let the chips fall where they may, depending on the circumstances, if there are consequences, of course, they're going to be upset, right? <laughs> you know, of course, they're going to be upset. And, that, and that's where those boundaries come in line in terms of, you know, we, we do understand and want to know your perspective, but wrong is wrong. And if there's something that needs to be corrected as your parents, we have to stand that line and hold that boundary for you because we care about you. And, and that's always something that we reiterate, even when, you know, it's something that that is not the greatest of circumstances. Um, we always kind of have this thing like we wouldn't do it if we didn't love you. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and they kind of and they kind of have this like. Okay. <laughs> I, I love how you have, again, a system in place because yeah. you, you're still wanting to make sure that, and I love this part, you hear their side of the story, their voices matter. Um, and then, of course, walking them through that process. And then, again, when there are consequences, because that's just how life works. Yes. Mistakes, yes. it's consequences. And so allowing yes. that to be those teachable moments while you're maybe sitting in the corner, you don't have a device or, you know, whatever that's the case right. may be. <laughs> that's, exact, that's exactly what the, the devices, the, the eliminating the devices is like, that works every time. It's just like, oh my gosh, if they don't have this technology, that is just like the worst thing on earth. So, you know, as far as consequences go, you know, taking away those devices changes behavior. <laughs> 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 but I but I do also want to note that this has come through so much trial and error. And it's also come through a lot of learnings from our oldest son, right? So, you know, he is five years older than my middle son. So we had five years of learning with him. We had his elementary experience, um, you know, the, the first five years of, you know, uh, grade school 
we understood and were able to learn how to navigate some of these challenges when it comes to those mistakes so that we can do better with the the, the following two children. So um, in some respects, I feel like the younger two are also learning as my oldest son is, you know, having these experiences because we we are very open in, in our household. So if something is happening to one of the children, everybody in the house knows about it. It's, it's not like a behind the closed door secret conversation and we're trying to figure out what's going on. It's, it's an open conversation because we feel like it's a learning experience for all of them. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, as long as there's nothing that, and, and thankfully we haven't had too many instances that have been, you know, uh, uh, you know, a challenge in terms of age appropriateness, you know, with my oldest son versus the youngest. But, you know, just simple things when it comes to navigating challenges with teachers or navigating challenges with, you know, neighbors and, and friends, um, we're able to have those conversations in that dialogue and, and each of them are kind of, they're tuning in and they're, you know, they're listening and they're learning all kind of together off of each other's experiences, which I think is also a, a really interesting dynamic um, to, to watch as well. I love that. I, again, yeah. it's it's a household of learning. Yes. So that, again, <clears throat> I think I, when I watched it, my brother and I, my brother and I is like, oh, he got punished for doing that. Let's try not to do that. Same, right. same <laughs> That's, that's right. What happened with him? Oh, yeah. Again, that's we're right. all learned together. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That, that's exactly that's exactly how it goes. And it, it doesn't matter which one of them is part of the conversation. Everybody's ears are tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and dad are now speaking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh oh, okay. Let's listen in. And they and it's so funny because they'll be playing or doing whatever they're doing, and you can see like they're ears are like tuned like they are listening <laughs> I love and, then, that. and then we and then we have had instances that are um, that are so dynamic that you know cross each of their you know um experience bases especially when it comes to friends you know that that seems to be kind of the one universal thing that that they all understand and can experience so we have had instances where there might have been a big friend blowout with one of them that we were then able to translate and have larger conversations with everybody about friends and, and how do you navigate friendships and, and those type of things when it's a challenge. Absolutely. Absolutely.
so much for watching. My name is Shamika Smith. I again serve as the executive director and founder of the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. And again, thank you so much for taking this time to hear a tidbit, a word of wisdom, a leadership nugget from our broadcast, Teaching Boys and Raising Sons. If you want to know more about our organization, please take the opportunity to visit our website at www.brotherhoodofexcellenceacademy.org. Again, that's www.brotherhoodofexcellenceacademy.org. Or, and also, if you're looking to donate to a 501c3 organization, please consider the Brotherhood of Excellence Academy. We are truly on a mission of ending fatherless generations by preparing males for empowerment, enrollment, entrepreneurship, enlistment, and employment. Join us on this journey. Thank you again so much for watching our broadcast. We'll see you next time.